This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Bisk, there's no need to drop your short and curlies into a hotel towel just so you can secretly dump them out when you get to work. If you're going to shave your tits, do it in the shower and let that shit run down the drain like a gentleman. Later. Pete and Sebastian show. We are back. I'm watching my volume. I was a little loud last week. We got Sebastian Maniscalco on the other end of the line. DJ Hank behind the glass. Sebastian, what is up, bro? Let's get going. We got a lot. I always say this, but a lot to get into, obviously. Uh, I got to start with what happened to me the last two weeks um, in the valet parking lot here at where we shoot this thing. Now, to give you an idea where we're at, we are kind of like in the epicenter of Hollywood. Uh, not so great of a neighborhood. I'm in a five-story building, brick building that looks like it used to be a uh, what, WeWork. You know, one of those WeWork joints. No, what is that? Uh, where you rent out like a room and you call it your office. You know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 right? yeah. A bigger building. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mark, is this residential? Is, does people actually live in this building? Yeah, so it's like a mixed use. It's like a, it's like an apartment, I guess, complex that there's a studio. Oh, I thought you were in like a whole iHeart building solely for iHeart. I didn't know the the, the, the room next to you is Ned. <laughs> it's a guy named Ned who's an accountant in uh, real life. Yeah. Well, how do you do, neighbor? Hi, Ned. Uh, that's that's the vibe here. You walk down the hallway, you smell like macaroni and cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta watch my volume, bro. Well, can you just... I gotta... I'm still in the writer's room, and I just walked out to do the cast. It's a bad situation. I mean, they're literally on the other side of the door. It's a late night, and it's still working. But, hey, you know, I mean, come on, man. I gotta do the cast. I, 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 I love your commitment baby. here. I what? Love your commit- I love your commitment. Absolutely. But Kid might, have, you- might, not, might not have medical benefits after this move, <laughs> but... I- but when you re-enter the room after this, do yeah. you just go... Do you just act like nothing happened? I'm hoping on they're gonna they're gonna be done by the time I get out. But if they're not... Uh, I'm going to go back in and say I was on the phone with my accountant and for tax season, and I tried to make the appointment as late as possible, but, you know, I mean, and we ended up going late, so sorry. Where were we? <laughs> go ahead. What's up? So we were in the valet. No, so the, the, the place is like, you know, mixed use, and next to this building is a valet lot. It's small. It's one of these valet lots where you pull in. You ever do this? You pull into a valet lot and you go, ah, I'm going to get a scratch. Like, just by looking at the, the way he's got it set up. Yeah, absolutely. So there's cars blocking cars. There's cars sideways. If this guy could take a car and drive it up on another car to get another car in, that's what he would do. Yeah, right? Whatever he can. Another buck. Another buck. So I noticed, I've been coming here, what, this is like the fifth or sixth episode we've done here on iHeart. 
So I noticed the first three or four times I came here, I get out, say, hey, what's going on? Nothing. No, no hello, no nothing. So they validate me up here. So the first three or four times I had no problem. I went down, I gave them the tickets, validated. I gave them a $5 tip. I pull up last week and he's like, 20 bucks. I said, uh, yeah, I get it validated. Now, I don't validate after five. I said, no, 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 it's it's taken care of through iHeart. No, no, I need the money now or you can't park here. All right, I'll give him the money. I come up here and uh, I get the validation. I'm like, all right, just to, maybe he thought I was with somebody else. I could go back down. I go, yeah, they give me validation. No, no, no. I go, just give me the money back. No, I can't give you the money back. I said, guy, okay, ain't a problem here. I said, I validated. Obviously, there's a miscommunication. And he walks away. I got to walk away. Now, I'm hot. Absolutely. All right? I'm hot here. There's, there's another guy and a girl in the little booth that they live in. And I go up to the guy. I go, you treat everybody like this? Who is this guy? And he looks at me with another attitude. He owns it, man. He owns it. Now, I wasn't doing the accent, but it's uh, two Spanish guys. Oh, all right. All right. Just to give you an idea, just have to tell you that. Just yeah. so you, just the, the listeners the could paint a paint paint the picture. Not, nothing to do. Could have been a white guy. I would have told you it was a white guy. So I get my car hot and I leave. So. I've been building up to this all week to come back now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I pull in a lot, and I see him. I go up to him, and the last week he told me, you have to tell me the suite number before so I know. Okay. So I came up, gave him the suite number. I go, 402. Yeah, we're waving you off? I'm getting a wave off because he, I, in the middle of, he was counting something, and apparently I screw up what he was counting. Oh, yeah. He messed up his count time? Okay. So, I, I did one of these. <laughs> like, if this was a movie, and I was some, like, vigilante, like, the audience would, at this point, be hoping it, I would do something to this guy. Yeah, like like a crowbar would come out, <laughs> ping right in the back of the neck, and he's down, and the audience stands up. It's similar to uh, Michael Douglas and falling down. I don't know if you remember that movie. Classic, classic. Classic. This is my falling down moment. All right, but You're of at course, the point, of no, point of no return. Remember when he got to that point? It's easier to just keep going forward than it is to try to go back. <laughs> oh shit! You're losing your mind over this shit, though. Oh yeah, I'm like. You know, the only thing someone understands sometimes is sheer violence. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> violence, vandalism, just something that is going to leave a mark on them and remind them for the rest of their lives not to do that thing again. Right? Just standing up for my rights as a consumer. So I come up here and I'm talking to the guys. Here I go, you got a problem with this guy? They're like, oh, we got a problem been a problem for the last six months i go well can't we call the company you know 
And they're like, we don't even know the company or the valet uh, service. So I'm right now making it my mission to yeah. find out the company and have this guy removed from the lot. I, I hear you. What, I'm, what I don't understand, though, is what, do you think he's pocketing the, tw- the money he gets paid after five? Here's the valet ticket. Is yeah. this even a legitimate valet ticket or is this did he knock out the guy that's supposed to be doing valet and he just took over the lot he said that That was the deal you have with the last owner and i'm in charge now (laughs) shit this guy almost put me over the edge please it's been a pleasure frequenting your establishment so where do we go from here i did you? That's it. That's the, the, the no further conversation. That, that's it. I'm up here right now. So what are you doing? You just shelling out twenty bucks every time you do no, this? No, I have the validation now. I want to see what happens. He's not going to take it, and then you're going to get crazy again. He's not taking it. We'll see. But what I'm more fearful of, yeah, is oh, I got my golf clubs in there. What you think he's going to vandalize? Oh, Pete. <laughs> No other cast operates this way, by the way. I just I, I, I don't think there's any other cast out there where the person doing the cast is sneaking it. Yeah. In between writing on a TV show of all things, too. I didn't hear any noise, so I'm like, did they split? But no, they got quiet. So they must have hit a rough patch in the script. No, they all got their ear up to the wall going, is he in a cast? <laughs> I can't laugh too much. They won't believe I'm on the phone with my tax guy. <laughs> They'll be like, wow, your tax guy's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, was that a how was it? Speaking of, of all those events, man, you have a good time? I mean, I saw an Instagram photo with you golfing with, uh, yeah. it seemed like Tiger Woods was golfing with you with A-Rod. And, so, uh, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. The, the Celebrity Cup. Uh, Bubba Watson, Tiger Woods, uh, they have teams. I was on Bubba Watson's team, and I was nervous going into this thing. For the golf uh, aspect, obviously. For the golf. Well, I mean, yeah. I, there's a crowd watching. I mean, Irishman, you're going to be nervous to chat with Bubba Watson. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's a crowd watching you golf? Yeah. You don't like people seeing you do things that you don't do well, bro. You don't like that. I That's do not, not like that. So. Glad to hear you've been practicing. But it adds a certain element of concentration that I might not have if I was golfing with a you know a foursome. Yeah. So I get there. I'm the first one there. Uh, and I figure, let me go up to some people and introduce myself. To give you an idea who's in this thing, it was a Larry Fitzgerald of the uh, – used to be a wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Josh – I think it's, it's Dumal. Dumel? I think it's Dumel. Dumel. Handsome uh, guy. Tall guy, right? Tall guy, yeah. Uh, A-Rod. Uh, some women golfers. The, I think Carly and I forget the other girl's name. Uh, Derek Fisher from the L.A. Lakers. Oh, yeah. Old coach of the New York Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Is he a coach of the Lakers, too? I think so, yeah. But he played on the Lakers for years. Yeah. Five five championships with the Lakers. Anyway, 
Who else was there? Uh, oh, Michael Pena. So anyway. Michael Pena, six, he's, uh, he's no throwaway, man. That guy, no, he's a great, great actor, man. Great actor. 12 celebrities I got there. Sl- Slater, Slayer, Kelly Christian Slater. Slater? No, the guy is the, the surfer. Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater. Was that Hank? <laughs> did, did Hank speak? Hank chimed in, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Hank has to be a, a lot quieter than you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, out of all these people that you're talking about, obviously the Tiger Woods thing, I'm, I'm curious to see and hear how he was. But uh, get any talk, any surfing with Kelly Slater there? I. Are they laughing over there? They're laughing over there. They had five pages left when I left. What are they writing a novel? Was that a fake laugh? Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. We make a living fake laughing guy <laughs> in that room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get fired. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so, any writer will tell you when it gets late in the night uh, and you want to get out of there, you know, someone could be like, and then the bird flew out of the tree and everyone's like, ha, 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 that's hilarious. We'll fix it in the morning. Let's get the fuck out of here. Doesn't anybody say, like, can't you stand up in the middle of this thing and go, guys, let's wrap it up. Get the fuck out of here. No, the, the guy who's in charge can do that. The guy who's in charge can, can do that. I know, but like, as almost like a joke, like, what are we doing here, guys? Yeah, no, you, you can't, can't. You can't say I know, that. man. I mean, this is, a, this is a pretty bold move, what I did, to just get up and go to the cast. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> but usually you find when you do something like this, if you, if you work hard and do the job, I'll, I'll come out of the room and he won't mind because yeah. of all that, you know, but it is weird when they're all in there. <laughs> but there's just a lot of downtime, man, where oh, you could be out of there a lot sooner. <laughs> well, well, I'm just going to do a scenario here. Yeah. If, if we're doing this right now, right, and that mm-hmm. door behind you opened, it won't. It would... I locked that shit. <laughs> as soon as I went, I locked it, just in case someone okay. tried to bust it open. The let's whole see, setup. Let's say you get a knock at the door right now. Yeah. Do you open it? I will open it only because now that we're videotaping, it would just be too good for the cast. Can you imagine if I got fired during the cast? <laughs> so, I mean, can you imagine he walks in? <laughs> Do they even know the setup you have in this room? I try. I keep it all to the left of my desk, so if you walk by, you can't see it. And uh, I always keep the door closed. But when I go to cast, I come in here an hour beforehand and I turn this place into Fox Studios. <laughs> so, yeah, if they came in now, it, it would clearly see I have moved, moved on to job number two for the day. <laughs> I, oh. I got to do it. this still there. It's not good. <laughs> oh god so anyway man in the meantime tell me what it's like golfing with the greatest golfer in the world <sighs> all right so i went up to this kelly slater yeah slayer professional he yeah he's not the one who sings too that's a different guy no no but he's not the one who sings good songs like he doesn't have his own songs does he hank no the other guy who sings times like these and times like the you know that guy? 
Yeah, he's a he's a great surfer too. But all right, so Kelly Slater, I think, is the greatest surfer of, yeah, all, time, of all time, if I'm not mistaken. I saw his documentary. It's on yeah. HBO. I went up to him. I said, "I saw your documentary." He goes, "Thanks." And I didn't feel like there was any more momentum. You ever get one of these? I I, I got like a I got like I'm good. I'm a, I got like a I'm good. I don't want to talk right now. Within the answer of the of the or within the statement, you know. Like, Real. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I walk I mean, away. like I saw you documentary. I like it. Yeah. 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 Thanks. But like, yeah, and I introduced myself. Yeah, yeah. But no, nothing. No, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Not, I, and we're not even talking nothing like as far as you being a comic and an actor. We're talking nothing just as a yeah, just, been, could, just to have yeah. a conversation. Could have been a stranger at a party. Wow. Wow. I'd right. say I boycott the stuff he does after that <laughs> behavior, but I don't watch anything Kelly Slater does. <laughs> So I'm like, oh right. boy! By the way, isn't it? It's kind of wild that Hank knows Kelly Slater sang with Eddie Vedder. Are you a fan of Eddie Vedder too, Hank? <laughs> oh, all right. Wow. What are the odds of that? Two DJs <laughs> liking the same guy that's, so much. That's that's really ironic. Kelly Slater. Uh, uh, okay, so he was all right, all right then. So we'll, all right. So anyway, uh, I, I start making my way around the room. Chris Pratt. He was there. He seems like a good dude based on the way he acts in movies. Solid guy. I believe it. Solid guy. Believe it. Uh, then I get introduced to Tiger. Wow. And uh, he goes, yeah, funny. I, if you're a funny guy, he goes, uh, let me tell you what you think of this statement. He goes, uh, you wear the tightest clothes in comedy. <laughs> Which is true. My, my pants are pretty tight. Well, I mean, but, not a, but Eddie Murphy raw. That's the that's the old timer. I don't know. I think mine are tighter. Yeah, yeah. So, do you say thank you? I said thank you. Shit. <laughs> 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 Tiger Woods tells you you wear the tightest pants in comedy, and you say thank you. What do you say to that? I, I, I think you're big enough now in your career that you say that. You go, I, I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. <laughs> That's what I'd say to him. <laughs> and I'm not even, it's a little weird calling you a, I mean, is, is his name really Tiger or is that a nickname? I think it's a nickname. I think his real name is Elder, Elder Bear? Nah, that's fine. Hey, DJ Hank, can we get a Google that shit up on Woods' name? Eldrick. All right, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, that seemed like a dig to me, and maybe I would have came back with a little dig about Tiger being the name. I mean, of course I wouldn't have came back, right? I probably would have said thank you, too, but it's a bizarre <laughs> fucking response. <laughs> so did, did it go beyond that, or was that... I mean, well, so far, Kel, I, I, I like Kelly Slater's answer better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get paired up, and we go to the first tee. You're teeing off with Tiger. Tiger's not playing. Neither is uh -oh. Bubba Watson. They're like coaches. Oh, right? all right. But as I'm seeing him and Bubba Watson, 
interact, they're busting balls. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is his kind of personality, you know, like, you know, just yeah. razzing guys. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I'm into. Right. I just didn't expect that right off the bat. Absolutely, yeah, okay. All right. That probably actually made you start feeling better about the pant comment. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of what he did. It's just busting chops. So I tee off. Here we go. Mm. I hit the ball 25 feet from the pin. A beautiful drive. I mean, this is a par four. Par four, and you're 25 feet from the hole. Yeah. I'm good. That's Tiger Woods could do that. Everybody was stunned. I had the best shot out of the, the whole, the whole crew. I go to putt it from 25 feet. I just missed the lip of the hole. I'm stunned. I'm shocked. I birdie the first hole. Holy shit. And Tiger watched the whole thing. So in his head, he's he's look he's gotta be looking at me going, This guy is fat. <laughs> Tight pants and all. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. This guy's a pro. This is literally a pro. All downhill from there. All downhill. I mean, I did decent, but I didn't hit any more birdies the rest of the... I only, we only played six holes. But uh, I'm glad that in front of that crowd, I pulled it... It was one of these shots where I hit it, and I thought it was a shank. As soon as I, as soon as I made contact, I'm like, that's in the woods. Right down the pipe. Now what is that? If, if you if you would have got that second shot, and what is that? That's an eagle, right? Eagle. That's like huge, man. That would have been. So what'd you do after that? Any more pars at least? Did you get paring? Couple. Uh, well, if we're playing with my handicap, yeah, I had a, I had a couple pars, but then the rest of it was kind of off. We lost. Uh, our, our team ended up losing. But um, I tell you what, I got the golf bug, and I went up to Tiger and I asked him about putting because I know he's a good putter. Great putter. I asked him what the what's the secret to putting. He looked at me and he goes, pace. Pace, huh? And then he said something else. And I didn't even hear it. Like Like you don't remember because you I was just... trying to figure out what like what pace like, is that speed is that speed right yeah and then he said something about pace dictates line if you don't have pace you don't have line something like he went into a full golf analogy yeah and i'm like man if you were talking about food i could pick this up but <laughs> you're speaking a foreign language to me man was it just a quick like pace and then a walk away, or was no, it, it was like pace and then like I didn't say nothing back? I kind of like nodded, yeah. and then he went into a full like pace dictated. You could read the green, but they, but I didn't hear it. It was one of those things where I was, you you ever like ask a question, and then you're not even prepared for the answer. <sighs> I wasn't even prepared to even take it in. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like you, I did that like. 
years ago, the first time I met like Seinfeld, I asked him a question just because I wanted to have a reason to talk to him. Yeah. And while he was, was answering, I'm not even listening. I'm just staring at the fucking guy going, I can't believe I'm talking to Seinfeld right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you really not know the answer to that question? I was looking at Ty, I go, this guy looks like a, looks like a hologram. Like, <laughs> you don't even look real. Right? <laughs> Shit. When you're around people that famous, it's like you could you could be in the news if you tackle that guy. I've said it before, but <laughs> shit. Again. Here we go. Still in there? I think they broke up. I think it's over. Oh, spread the wings a little now. Oh, yeah, relax. Yeah. Relax. That wasn't little. too bad. It wasn't too long. So, so, um, how was it golf? You hung out with A-Rod. Um, did you guys all yeah, have so a few we'll, drinks we'll, afterwards? We'll, uh, no, but A-Rod and I were busting balls. He's, he's, hmm. he brought us, he brought his own social media crew to the golf event. So I'm looking at him. He's got like a camera guy and another girl on a, on an iPhone. And I walked up to him. I go, did you bring your own camera guy here? He goes, he started dying laughing. I go, I barely got a ticket for a guest. And you, what are you making, a documentary? This guy had a, this guy had a full camera crew with him. And following this, him around the golf course. Is this just all for social media? Yeah. Unbelievable, man. I'm oh. struggling to get a couple videos of what I'm doing. This guy's documenting the whole thing. He's going to go back to the editing bay. And he's going to cut like a three-minute trailer of his golf experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. What is You hear that shit? Oh, yeah. Who's that? Oh, God. What are they, Pete, what are they doing? Like hallway chat? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is now. Like, uh, like, 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 they, like they spent the whole day with each other in the room, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, now, they, now they're going home and they're going to, what? talk in the hallway <laughs> well no in their, def <laughs> in their defense they, they all take the train back to the city so they gotta wait now until the next train's available and then they take a van to the train station it's a whole thing man it's a whole thing it's a whole thing so that so, sounds so, so so that was that was great yeah great time um did you watch the oscars I watched the entire Oscars you know a little tune out here and there I had it on the background the whole time though but like, you know but saw it all man so uh all right i i, I am so annoyed though because at the very beginning i'm on oh. the phone <laughs> with my... I'm sorry. i was calling dj uh hank lou oh man yearning for the other day sorry hank i hope you don't get offended when we do that accidentally old habits die hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. But my dad, I was on the phone with my parents, and my father said, oh, we just saw Sebastian on the red carpet. He was very funny. He was saying about how he only does uh, A-list, uh, Oscar-nominated movies. So so how much red carpet did you do? So I did, I did, I did it all. I did Seacrest. I did Juliana Rancic. I did Good Morning America. I did that whole thing. You feel like you're getting your groove with that stuff? Yeah, nah, I feel it's uh, comfortable. Last year was a little bit like kind of reserved. This year, I'm like, hey, come on, this is like old hat, right? Yeah, I was. Were you sitting a few rows behind Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I thought I saw you. Maybe like just two or three, or one offer from the row from the aisle. No, because there was like three. Uh, no, I was inside. I was inside. I was in row N. 
here's the two things I want to talk about the Oscars. All right. I get to my seat. Yeah. And soon after I sit down, a guy sits down next to me, to my right, and he's got an earpiece in. And he goes, uh, what are you here for? And I said, ah, oh, I was in the Irishman. I said, what are you here for? He goes, uh, plain clothes uh, security, just in case anything goes down here tonight. And I go, oh, do they got more of you guys in the audience? He goes, yeah, they're peppered throughout the audience. He goes, if anything goes down here, I got a gun, so follow me. I go, hey. <laughs> and he's right next to you? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, everybody in the entire place. Charlize Theron. Sebastian meant to say Charlize. Laura Dern, Robert De Niro, DiCaprio. I'm sitting next to the security guard. I was thinking about that too, man. Everybody else hobnobbing one another. Yeah. You got the guy Tony packing heat to get right. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left was the documentaries. I was sitting with the documentarians. Uh, oh, I wasn't the, even sitting with the Irishman. I was right. sitting with the the people. If the it panned to me, I, they would have go, "What did he do? A documentary too?" <laughs> yeah. So, but before I got to the seat, I was walking down the stairs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where, same ones that you fell down. Same ones. All right. I went to the rail to hold on to the rail because I was yeah. nervous about falling down the stairs again. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, I slip and catch myself on the rail again. No alcohol, no nothing. I slip and fall again. But you I fell? catch myself. Oh, well, you no, caught I yourself, mean, like, Yeah, I caught it. What the fuck was that? Is that a ghost? What is that's that? A... Huh? What? No, at the Oscars. Oh, Did you Jesus. just turn around and think there was a ghost in the room? I, 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 thought, oh, I, thought, I thought you were making reference to somebody standing behind me or some shit. It freaked me out. I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, oh. man, that you felt that you did. Same thing twice. Listen... I'm all over the place with this. When you when you were sitting in your row, all right, mm -hmm. and they were doing best picture, and I know you were allowed to go up if they won. Were you like, I mean, what's that feeling like? Because you you really don't know, right? You have no idea if you're gonna win or not. Okay, this is what the feeling's like for me. Yeah. By the way, I kind of knew going into this thing that the Irishman wasn't gonna win anything based on the past award shows. Didn't really get anything but one award which was best cast at the Screen Actors Guild Award. So I'm like, they're not going to give this thing any love. So comes the best picture, and I'm wearing a double-breasted tuxedo. Look sharp. So, uh, thank you. As they're reading off the best picture nominees, I go to button the inside button on the tuxedo because I'm thinking... If we win, that's all I have to do is stand up and button the other one. Yeah. Because if I would have left it to the two buttons, I don't think I would have buttoned them in time 
as but, I'm walking down the aisle. So, so then you might be buttoned on the stage. You'd be buttoning. That's yeah. Tacky. No. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to be fully buttoned by the time I reached the stage. Cool, now I'm sitting there, and then the, the parasite wins, and I unbutton it. Here we go. <laughs> Well, good guy. Don't make him big. Don't make a meal out of it. <laughs> oh God! So <laughs> how can you not make a meal out of it? <laughs> you got glade. You coughing up a lung. I'm not sabotaging my career, guy. <laughs> so. So yeah, we didn't win, but I'm sitting there, and this thing is long. Okay, it long. is long. Uh, Hank, can you pull up the the Joaquin Phoenix bit? Just uh, just listen to this, Pete. No, oh, I heard the whole thing. Yeah, well, I'm gonna refresh your memory. All right. And then we take her milk that's intended for a calf, and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. Okay. Now, yeah. what the fuck are you supposed to put with cereal? Like, I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm walking away with this. Like, can you do anything anymore? Like, I don't know. As soon as he did that, I th he wasn't even halfway through the spe speech. And I tweet out, oh, I think Joaquin Phoenix just told me I can't put milk in my coffee anymore. No <laughs> 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 more cream in my coffee. <laughs> this... Fuck, what a lunatic. Even Brad Pitt bailed out on his politics sentence in, right? He's like, oh, that's more time than Bolton got. Nothing. He got nothing on that. <laughs> that was, dude. Oh, man. I, I went home. I go, babe, are we, are we doing, are, are we not supposed to be doing milk in the cereal? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, there's no I end to. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know the guy, but he's up there and he looks like he's dizzy. You know, he's a, he's with this, this eyes. Is, it, is this a happy moment or is this a, <laughs> nuts? <laughs> is this... <laughs> oh man! I don't know. And then, and then the cows cry, and we know why they're crying. Oh my dude. I don't know yeah. how painful it is to have your child ripped away from you as a mother cow, but it is pretty painful listening to you fucking babble right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, man. I gotta ask what I ask every award show. Yeah. Did you hang out with Brad Pitt? I went to the best party of my life. Vanity Fair one? No. Which one? It's called the party that's the name of the party oh this it's, sounds like some eyes wide shut private oh, private party it's thrown by a guy uh by the name of guy osiri sounds familiar madonna's manager u2's manager oh, okay yeah yeah so it's his party at his house no phones no photographs. I mean, you got your phone, but there's a big sign right outside the party. 
no phones, no pictures, no nothing. Right? You walk in. Juan and I walk into this party, and we walk down. This guy, it's this guy's house. We walk down the stairs in his living room, which is quite large. And I look, I look to my left. It's this is who I saw within ten seconds of at the party. Elton John on the couch with his Oscar. J Lo. Rodriguez, Judd Apatow, Chris Rock, and uh, Jason Statham. Huh? Holy shit. I turn the line, I go, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude. we get in, they got past food, cocktail servers, they got bars. They got a dance floor with a DJ at the, you know, at the back of the party. And I walk in and I go, God, it sounds like a live entertainment. And sure enough, Snoop Dogg is rapping. <laughs> One, two, three. I got hit that guy. So... Uh, me and JB Smooth, do you know him? Comedian? I met him once. Yeah. yeah. Nice I guy. Know him, but yeah, nice guy. I don't know. The comedians always go talk to one another. So I'm talking to JB Smooth. I look over to my left just because I, I just felt like <laughs> something was there. I just felt like. BP. Holy shit. I'm talking. I'm, I'm five feet from this guy. Brad Pitt, 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 Brad Pitt. He's glowing more than his Oscar. Wow, wow, What the fuck is fucking Brad Pitt? I wish he would have. In his speech, instead of going po political, I wish he would just go up there and go, guys, this is the face cream I'm using. Like, give me yeah. some, give me some information. Grab a pen. I'm gonna give you my hair conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, and he's talking to Bradley Cooper. What the? Fuck, bro. Bradley Cope is the ugly wingman in this story? <laughs> this is insanity. By the way, I know Cooper got Pitt to stop drinking. That was a whole big thing. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't it'd know. be exciting to meet them, but probably a little boring to hang with them. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, if you're not drinking, you know, beat it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyway. so, did you chat with them? No. What do you mean, though? Did you didn't go up and say, no. "Dude, what the fuck"? I'm sorry, I'm cursing so much. A show, I apologize. No, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. But that's what you do at a party. If it was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. So, I so even though you're at the party of parties, yeah. and even though you know, no phones, no anything, there is still this sort of, if like, you know, is that just you, or like, like if I was at the party with you and i said i'm gonna go talk to brad pitt would you be like yeah it's probably not a small move man Don't no i mean I, it's nothing I mean, that's just not you it's not me not yeah. me Lana and i just 
you know, we hung back, talked to some people we knew there. Uh, we were, were having were, so. Were you, were you like, come on, guy. Look, what the, you, did you see my stand up? Call me over. Call me over. <laughs> call me over. <laughs> right? I mean, shit. I, how many specials do I got to do? Oh, shit. <laughs> it was, you know, it, I, I'm not going to lie. It crossed my mind. I was going to do it just for the cast. But then the other half of me is like, what are you doing, man? Just, you know, like, what am I going to go? I, I I didn't know. I just, it's yeah, not it's my not style. you. You're an organic guy. You didn't, yeah, you didn't I mean, so we're having a ball. Did you, did you at least stand in the vicinity? Like, you ever around someone famous and, you know, there's no reason to keep standing there, but but why not? Because they're, they're five feet away from me, so I'm not going to move. Well, God knows who else is going to come into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. It was probably you know, like, even at a party like that. Are there still hoverers and stuff like that? People like mm, I didn't it... see a lot of that. The people were at this party were. It was a. It's not the fact that there was the celebrity component, although that did add to the excitement of it. Just because, you know, listen, I've been around celebrities for twenty two years. I waited on celebrities. It's not like I'm very familiar with it. But, yeah. but the, to this night was a little surreal just because people are walking around with Oscars, Snoop Dogg singing. Yeah. Uh, I heard Billie Eilish was going to sing later. You know, there was like an excitement in the room yeah. where normally I'm yawning by 11 o'clock at night. I'm yawning. Right. right. I looked down at my watch. It was 1.15. I told Lana, I go, it's 1.15. She's like, you got to be shitting me. I go. I could stay here till 6 a.m. Wow. And she's like, I, I, I'm not even tired. I go, we got a family. So, so <laughs> me and Jackie are coming in April with Sadie, and we're going to spend the night at your house. If you're tired by 9 o'clock, I'm going to be so insulted, bro. Because, you know, when I'm hearing out all this, you only stay up late night for a list is man. No, when you come over, I'm getting Brad Pitt to come over so I can stay awake. Let's do it. We should, man. You should invite Leo over. You should. Was Leo at this party, by the way? I'm I sorry. What Leo. am I doing? LDC. LDC. I saw LDC at the first party I was at. Uh, and obviously, you say hi to him. He's a borderline yeah, friend yeah, at this point. Yeah, so uh, we, we chatted a little bit. Fun stuff, dude. So, yeah, it was, it was a great week. And did on you top um of that, on yeah. top of that? Yeah. We did the family feud. Oh, I know. That's right. I saw the picture. Unbelievable. Can't, can't talk much about it because, you know, it doesn't air till summer. But I gotta tell you, one of the highlights of my career. I grew up on Family Feud. Yeah. I went into this thing going, okay, it's for charity. I came out of there. Like Michael Jordan, Game Seven, going. We gotta win this thing. <laughs> Survey say it. You can't say one or any of that, but the, and you had a good time doing it though. A lot of laughs and a lot of fun. A lot of laughs. My my in laws had a ball. I my bet. sister, my my wife. It was. A lifetime memory, man. A fun, awesome thing to be able to do. Steve yeah. Harvey seems like a fun guy. Too. Great guy. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been a long weekend, a lot of stuff, but I'm glad it's it's over. Um, 
what is going on? Like, tell me something about yeah, you. Course. I feel like I'm monopolizing. <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, man. We do a yin and yang, and uh, I'm going to probably get back to these stories some more anyway because it's insane. I'm, I, I, I'm like, uh, I have something I want to ask about the Oscars. I'll ask later. But, um, well, first of all, let me just tell you something. You're not going to believe this story. Um, so I bail on the, I have the sh- I have shows at uh, Governor's last weekend. So yeah. stay stay in town. Great shows, everyone for coming out. Thank you. We had a blast. Sunday night, uh, instead of staying at the shithole days in, I go to the one you know a little bit nice in East Norwich, my other motel. It's one in the morning, and I'm finally sleeping. Right, all of a sudden, and and this this building you understand it's got like four. It's all connected through hallways, but it's got like four separate big like buildings like uh, that whole room. So I'm in building number three, and um. Sound asleep, and all of a sudden at one in the morning, you hear boom, boom. I'm not even lying. I thought my door got kicked in. I'm like, someone just kicked in my door. And I jump up, and I hear, it's not my door, but it's the one right across the hall from me, right there. And I hear like five to ten cops. I just hear a bunch of cops going, get him down, get him down, down, get him down, 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 down. And they're throwing some dude up against my door. They throw him up against the fucking door. I'm bro on my grandfather's grave. I'm not making any of this up, right? And I'm like, what the fuck? And I got, you know, my Walmart glasses on now, and I'm looking through the fucking peephole, and I can just see the back of whoever they have. And I hear the cops going, look for the gun, look for a weapon. Is there a weapon in the, in the hotel room? Is there a weapon? Look for the weapon. And then, then they pull him away from my door, and I can't see them anymore. They're off to the side, and there's no way I'm coming out. It's one, it's one of those scenarios. You never feel like you'd ever be in, but if I just whipped open the door of my underwear and said, what the fuck is going on out here? I'd get shot. I'd get shot right in the mouth. Right to that temple. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, right? (laughs) So, then I can hear the guy, whoever they got, and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry." And and they're going in here. It's all right. It's all right. And they're cuffing them. I hear them cuffing them. They're going, just, can you breathe? Just stay down. Just calm down. Can you breathe? And I'm like, you know, normally like in the movies or even growing up, but in, in the cops in the city, you know, it's usually stay down, motherfucker. What are you doing? It's like hardcore, and it wasn't like that. Yeah. It was much more like, can you breathe? Just calm down, calm down. And then you hit a sergeant, get on. He's like, oh, by the way, look out the window, bro. SWAT, SWAT plus two SWAT cars, like trucks, and like five to seven cop cars just swarm the parking lot, right? Maybe even ten. And then I hear the sergeant get on. Did you find a weapon? Is there a gun? No, Sarge. We checked the whole room. No gun. No gun on him. All right, bring him down. And they bring him down, and, like, still, I don't come out. And then I'm just looking through the window, and I hear him in the lobby for a little while. And they finally, maybe about a half hour later, they're gone. Now, Vince, who runs the front desk at night, he's still there till 7 in the morning. So I get down about 6.30 in the morning. I go, Vince. What the, what happened, what happened last night? And, and uh, he goes, I know, I thought you'd call. I can't believe it. It happened right right across from your room. Apparently, a cop from Jersey checked into the room, and I guess he like, contacted his family, and they thought he was suicidal. So they contacted the cops, so the cops were coming to save one of their own, bro. What? So they were coming to pull, cause, and that made sense. I go, oh, I was going to say, because they were, I was like, is this a new way of policing? Because they're being very cordial with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, God bless. I hope the guy's all right. But that, and I'll tell you, man, I was just about, when that first went down and I heard the, and I heard them arresting him, 
I was like, I was like, once I realized I was not going to get hurt because they were on the other side. So I'm like, man, enough is enough. This isn't even funny for the cast. I'm not even telling Jackie about this shit. This is ridiculous. Staying in these fucking shitholes, and then this actually does happen, and 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 it's not so funny, Pete. So this is this is you're over with it. And then the next morning, when I heard it wasn't that, I'm like, ah, okay, extend my statement. I need three more lines. <laughs> oh, just a suicide attempt. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's all right. Yeah, hey, well, that can happen. At a, that can happen at a higher too, guy. Come on, a higher to Marriott. Come on, come on. That's not isolated. <laughs> well, is this is you. this grounds for you getting a free night there? I mean, just saying, hey, uh, you know. No, freak, night, bro. It's in the brochure. Sixty dollars a night. Somebody might die across the hall from you. No refund. Hi, welcome to the Three Seasons. Here's your room key. Checkout time is four a.m. If you need towels, knock on your neighbor's door. Why do you call it the murder suicide room? It used to be the wedding suite. Is it possible to get a wake-up call? Yeah, you're gonna die tonight. The Pete and Sebastian Show. You're not going to believe this, and I need you to take, and you tell me if I took it too far, but this goes along the lines with you being uh, uptight, uh, psychotic, too, about the uh, parking guy with the $20 valet. Yeah. So, I got, I mean, I have limited clothing on Long Island, because I sit in this writer's room all day, so I tell Jackie, I'm not bringing any nice clothes. I got, literally, like, I, I can be out of a room in five minutes. I have nothing. So, uh... I forgot when I went home the, la- the before this gig, I forgot to bring up some nicer clothes. So I'm like, shit, I got to do laundry. I got like one pair of jeans and a shirt. I don't like to do this. I usually do it at home. And I'm a- I got to do it in a laundromat, which I haven't done in a long time in my defense. So now I'm in the <laughs> laundromat, which is nice. It's a clean one, right? I'm doing my laundry. The laundry's in the washing machine. I got, I'll send, I'm, I'm going to be more vigilant about this. I'll send a video for our Facebook Pete Sebastian show. Uh, I'm like looking at the newspaper I, on my phone or something. I have coffee. I look up, and there's a lady going to use a washing machine right next to me. Now, is one of the nicer towns on Long Island. It's money. Billy Joel lives out there. So I, she's got the horse boots on, like riding the long black boots, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and the white tight pants and stuff. And I'm like, is that a fucking dog bed she's throwing in there? And I'm about to give her a hard time for putting the dog bed in the washing machine. Then she unzips it and opens it up. Bro, it's one of those coats that you drape over a horse in the winter when they're cold. <laughs> and, and I go, excuse me, is, is, that, is that a coat? Literally? A horse coat. A horse coat, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. A ho- it's not a coat made out of horse hair. It's a coat for a horse, bro. You know, yeah. in the winter when they're cold out in the field and you drape yeah. that shit over them? That's what this thing was. And, uh... I go, you're literally putting a coat that you put on a horse into the washing machine that human beings use? And she goes, it's actually not that dirty. And then I go, then put it in your own washer, lady. It's disgusting. Are you kidding me with this shit? <laughs> oh, my God. And she still, she puts it in. So I'm like, I don't believe that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't. I try not to drop f bombs around women anymore. It's disrespectful. So I didn't do that. I just. I just kept going. Unbelievable. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I pull out my phone, and with her in the background, I go, "This lady right behind me. You see with the horse boots? She just. I'll send you that video. I go. She just. And she couldn't put that thing in fast enough. She was embarrassed and wanted the moment to be over with. But she wasn't embarrassed enough not to wash it, dude. And I, I caught her before she even got it in. So it was still dry. She could have left. But she decided to put it in, and then she rushes out to her BMW, 
and I'm steaming. And then an old timer who was in the laundromat, he goes up. There's an old lady who runs the whole place, I guess, because he goes up to her and she's in charge. And he goes, he he points over to me <clears throat> and says that I was yelling at the lady. I thought he was mad at me, but it turns out and he goes, yeah, he's the one. Uh, he goes, way to go to me. Do you believe that? And I go, right. And he was just telling the old lady. So the old lady comes up to me and she goes, which dryer? Oh, which washing machine? I go, this one right there. And she goes, I don't believe this shit. The nerve. Now, I got to descent and sanitize that. I don't have time to stay late to do that. The nerve. They, you know, you're putting an animal. Unbelievable. So she takes a sticky and she puts it on the washing machine. So when that lady gets back, she's going to give her a hard time. <clears throat> now, this is the part where I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> I'm so mad that this lady did this, that... The old lady who runs the laundromat, she also washes clothes there. So she's got a giant bottle of bleach. So I go over, and when she's not looking, I pour one cup of bleach in, and I walk over, and I dump it in the horse coat lady's washing machine. Right? <laughs> Dude, then I decide that that's not enough bleach. So I do four cups total. Four different times, and the lady's bottle of bleach was right by the television set. So I'm doing this. I got my coffee like this, and I'm looking up at the TV, and I'm quick taking a bleach, pouring it, and I'm I'm walking away, but I'm holding it behind my coffee so you only see my coffee till I get to the. And I put four things in, and then I hang out. You open up the, the the top cap of the washing machine where you would dump detergent in while the wash is going. Oh, so so you're not. It's not outside where you put it and then you put it in. It's it's you could actually see the coat as you're as you're putting bleach on the coat. Well, no, because it's a bigger one where you it's a rubber flap that you lift up the little rubber flap up top. And like where you would pour in detergent. Oh, yeah, basically the yeah. yeah, same thing. Okay. And exactly. So it's not going right on the coat, but it was going in early enough that the co the thing wasn't even filled with water yet. So it was oh getting bleached God, directly. Bro, this is, I don't this is this is this is I vandalism. This is not that, bro. It's vandalism of her to be putting fucking animal clothing in a human washing machine. Let, let I, I wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. is there cameras in this place? There are cameras in the place. Yes. Uh, okay. I, so, I'll tell you. The, I, I ended up telling uh, the old lady I did this shit. Oh God! Go. <laughs> because. Go ahead. Because then, finally, finally, the, the, the horse lady comes back in, right? And, and uh, you're there. I'm there, but as I was, time was going on, much to what you're saying, I was starting to go like, hmm, shit, I don't know how, I almost Googled how much a horse coat was, because <laughs> I was like, how much, can I get in a lot of trouble for this? I mean, this ain't no fucking sweater from the Gap. <laughs> but then I would... Talk myself out of it, be like, no, no, man, she can't do that. Screw that. Yeah, I did bleach it. I was desanitizing it, you know, in my head. So when she came in, I was like, you know what? Let me leave and just go sit in my room, at least for this moment, in case when she does pull it out, it is bleached up. I'll just start the car and leave. I mean, I only got a pair of jeans in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? This is all going through my head. <laughs> right? So now, as I'm sitting there in my car, the horse lady comes out with this big wet fucking horse coat and it's just you know when you take something out of the dead washer it is soaking man right you know when it didn't even have time to rinse so 
It's she's just dripping water all through the parking lot. And she opens up the back of a beamer and she throws it in there like a dead animal. And she just she just takes off. She's mortified because the old lady must have given her a real hard time inside. So then when I, yeah, so wait a minute, yeah. Are you getting a visual on the coat? Was it destroyed from the bleach? I got video of her putting it in a trunk. I'll show you that too, but I couldn't really tell. And I don't even think she could tell because she pulled it out of there like as quick as can be. Because as she was pulling it out, she's got an old lady yelling at her in front of all these people going, How dare you? You have no respect for other people. It's You know you're not supposed to do that. So, And the woman who did it, she's like got money. She has a horse. She's not some, you know, yeah, vagabond. Yeah. So she... You know, she's probably got a nice house and she doesn't want horse hair in her house. Selfish, selfish, fucking... You know, stop with the F-bombs. So anyway, so now I go back in to finish my laundry and the old lady's there and she goes, did you see? I just kicked her out. And I go, I saw her getting in a car. I, to the point where, I mean, this lady was like pulling a peep more to me. She was madder than me, you know? And yeah. she goes, uh, you know, and, and she goes, and here's the, here's the thing that really bothers me the most. As she's... As she's getting it out of the washing machine and I'm sitting there telling her I have to stay now an hour and a half later uh, while my husband's home waiting for me I gotta desanitize this and she knows it's not right and now I gotta work later for no extra money she doesn't say anything not a sorry not a single word she just pulls it out and storms out do you believe the nerve I said well if it makes you feel any better I dumped four cups of bleach in there while she was washing it and she goes, wah, <laughs> serves her right to hell with her. <laughs> Bro, vigilante justice. That lady will never put a horse coat in another public washing machine ever again, dude. I, listen, when did this happen? Sunday, um, sun, Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. All right. I'm going to scenario this. Okay. I got good lawyers, bro. Jewish, Jewish lawyers. <laughs> so this lady, do you think there is any chance she goes back and says, I want to see the videotape, the horse blanket that my great-grandfather left me because he had a horse, uh, and horses have been in our family for years. Right, yeah. Someone, someone bleached my blanket. And I would like to take a look at the tape. Do you think they could subpoena the tape? They could subpoena all they want. I don't care if a whole family almost died of tuberculosis and that blanket saved them. I don't care. <laughs> I think I'll say, let's get the video because you'll see me say that washing machine is for human beings. And I put the bleach in because I felt that that washing machine needed to be sanitized in the, <laughs> in the moment. That's all it was. It was trying to save the equipment. <laughs> you, you tell your wife this? Not yet. No, this one I didn't tell yet. <laughs> I tell my wife everything as quick as possible. I'm like an echo. That's how quick I repeat shit. <laughs> I've actually left parties early just because I needed to go home and see my wife's facial expression for the gossip I have. And I got one more for you. I want you to take on this one. <laughs> so Sunday afternoon prior to the situation in my hotel room it's my first weekend on long island and god knows how long where i'm you know i didn't have a show sunday so i swore to myself i'm gonna get in my car and i'm gonna go to where i grew up i haven't been there in 25 years i'm gonna go see my house i'm gonna go to my elementary school 
uh, my the old park where I used to walk around. This is all by myself on Sunday, right? So I drive out to Oakdale. I go down. I have to live on a dead end street. I'm going down. It's like crazy, dude. I haven't been there in 25 years. It's trippy, right? And I'm driving down. I get right in front of my house, and like my heart's actually beating a little. There's a guy standing out in front of my house, right? And he kind of looks at me, and I look at him. And it's a dead end street, so when you go down, people stare at you. And he goes, "Can I help you?" Just like that, right? And I go, "Nah, I just I'm sorry. I I grew up in this house." And he looks at me and he goes, uh, are you uh, Corielli? And I go, yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I bought this house with your father. So I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were still the guy. And uh, I go, yeah, man, it's built in 1970 and that. And he goes, uh, why don't you come in? And I go, nah, I really, nah, you come in, you take a look around. And I go, no, man, I couldn't put you out like that. I just wanted to see you from the outside. It's fine. He goes, hey, he says, oh, you said 25 years. When are you going to be back here? Come on, I'll show you what I did inside stuff. My sons are in there. I got to get my wife in a few minutes, but I got a couple of minutes. She won't mind if I'm late because I'm showing you the house. And then he goes, uh, I know you're a comedian. One of my buddies uh, <clears throat> was heard you on the radio the other day. I got a couple because I was on the radio and I told the guy on Long Island Radio that I might be going out to check out my house. And I go, 157 Pepperidge Road. So he's like, a couple of people will call me saying some, they're yelling your address on the radio. <clears throat> so I went in and he showed me every room in my house. He showed me my bedroom. I mean, he goes, check out the roof here inside the garage. You guys must have spray painted Celtics because we used to be Larry Bird and Boston Celtic fans. He goes, yeah, I never got rid of that. You got this hole over here. For and uh, it was just, it, it was pretty wild. So you go in the house. Yeah. Is there any part of you, first of all, did it have um, a distinct smell to it? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was clean. It was nice. I mean, the guy kept it nice. He's a cop, man. He was a good dude, man. He was a real nice guy. The only, it was, he had two, three boys and two of them were there. One of the boys was with his girlfriend just hanging out in my old bedroom. And the other one was like doing uh, homework or something in the living room. And I went up to one in the living room, and listen, man, I am very happy with my life, and I'm not the kind of guy who wakes up and never like, oh, I wish I was famous or that. I'm too truly, but that was one of the very few times where I was like, because I go to the dude, hey, how you doing, fella? And he goes, hey, how are you? I go, I grew up here. And he's like, oh, cool. And he just goes right back to his homework. I'm like, God, I wish I was a fucking movie star right now, man. <laughs> you know, because he'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> he didn't even blink. I wanted to be like, hey, put your pen down and Google me. Three specials, <laughs> three hour specials, all right? You should be semi-nervous right now. The f <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I don't even think they Googled me when I left. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> semi nervous is the house at all how you remembered it yeah but you know it's just way smaller than you remember it as it always would be you know when you get older I mean I'm like guys I called him my old man I was like I could have called child services on you packing us in there like <laughs> when, when did you, you leave there how old um I left there when I well when I graduated college I pretty much never went back but my parents left like uh, two years after that, something like that, okay. two, three years, so a long, long time ago, man. It was pretty wild. And then, But then I drove to my, my elementary school, and it was totally empty. And I went up to my kindergarten window, and I did that where you cup the window, and you look in, bro, I, my knees almost buckled, man. That took me. Heart was fluttering. I was like, 
almost crying. And then I was sad and reflecting as all these emotions were flying through me. If I was a woman, I would, I would be I'd like, I'd be like much more like, what's going on? What's happening to my body right now? It was what's, just, what was the, why? Because I, I, I mean, bro, I, I remember I'm looking through the window and I'm like, I remember getting a bloody nose playing with the wooden block in there with Tommy. And, you know, it was like crazy, dude. That's, um, you know, I'm 40 something years ago. What do you mean? Why? I, 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 I got a, I got a heart. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You never went. It's called memory lane, guy. Take a stroll. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you know. I thought it was like uh, you were looking in the window, and you were, you know, thinking about. I mean, the way you're describing it, it sounds like you got cancer. You got a year to live. <laughs> you went back to your house. You went back to the school. That's and funny. You... There is a house right next to the elementary school. I wonder if that guy looks through the window to his wife. Go, oh, Carol, here's another one with cancer. Taking one last look. <laughs> That's horrible, man. What are we saying? Hank, you got two edits. Luna did these, no problem. <laughs> Oh, so, would you man. have gone in? Knows my question. No, I've done that. I've actually done that. I've you actually have. went. I took Lana yeah. to my elementary school, my junior high, and my high school when we were back in Chicago. This was, I don't know, two, three years into the relationship. I go, I just, I want to go see the the schools, you know. And yeah. I did have, I did have those. And I used, to, I won the high jump here, or. Man, this is where we, we picked up uh, Mark Belinsky and put him on our shoulders and we got sent to the principal. So, yeah, there is that kind of moment of you know, reflecting back on your childhood, which, you know, it, it's got to be also, too, for people who stay in the city that they grew up in and have their kids go to the same school that they did. That's got to be free. I mean, can you imagine taking Sadie to that school? I don't. I, I don't know. I think. I think it's cooler that that's not the case, you know, because then you're always there. Then, 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 if if your kid's going to the same school, like I've been to the Sadie's high school. She's not even in high school yet, but I've been there for things in town. It's just way different to go back, like, like to go back after not being there for so long. It was. It was. It was way more different. To, I mean, and, and when you go with Lana, like I'd shown Jackie years ago where I grew up, but when you bring someone. You know, they don't care as much as you, you know? No. So, I, so I'm like, I got to go alone so I can really... Because, like, I went to this park around the corner where I always grew up playing. And then there was a trail right off the woods, like on the edge of the woods. And you can go back through this trail and there was a little stream. And we used to play back there when I was a kid. And I'm like, there's no way that path is still there. And it was. And I'm like, I'm going to go down the path. And I went down the path, and then I'm standing by the stream all by myself where I used to play when I was like six. So then I, you know, smoke up a little chicone because I'm back there. <laughs> and then I heard a few kids coming, and, and then I kicked uh -oh. in. We were like, ooh, yeah, I ain't six no more. And this is probably <laughs> awfully fucking weird to these kids. <laughs> I better get out of here. There's <laughs> some 40 something year old bearded dude smoking weed by the stream. <laughs> He's and crying. I, I used to play here in 1975. I used to play. How <laughs> we get reports about him? He's wandering all over the fucking neighborhood. 
He was spotted at his old house. <laughs> just, uh, you know, just uh, leave him alone. He's dying. <laughs> Oh God! So, dude, switching back over, what was the crowd reaction when? And listen, I love the guy to death, but when Eminem came out singing, it's like, guy, place and time, guy, place and time. I gotta tell you, in the room for me, it woke me right up because I, the damn thing was so boring that as soon as he came out, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, wow, I never that was saw so him. shocking. A cop next to you probably flipped the safety off. <laughs> He goes, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And you're like, yeah, it's just Eminem. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, and I tell you, watching him, he's a pro because, and I, you know, this is a performer too. I'm like, I, I can sense, not even halfway through, that, that he could sense that half the room was like not buying it. Like, just like, not that they don't love him or love that song, but just like, this is odd. Weren't expecting it here. And I was like, for a second, I was like, man, this is the kind of guy, because he's got the kind of attitude. I, I wouldn't put it past him to just drop the mic and bail on them if they're not into it, because he's hardcore, you know? But he, he kept going, and then everybody finally woke up and got it. You know, it's, he's amazing. It was a great song, but yeah. So it was like, it was a real like shot out of nowhere, that's for sure. Definitely a shot out of nowhere. I didn't expect it at all. And then uh, I tell you what, though, it definitely, because right before that, I turned to the cop, and I go, I'm dying here, bro. It's fucking boring. <laughs> he was like, dude, nudge me if somebody tries to stab somebody. Because I'm dozing off, too. <laughs> what did he say when you said that? I go, I go, I go, it's dead in here. I go, it's dead in here. This is a commercial break. We were standing oh. up. I go, it's dead in here. This place is dead anyway, man. Uh, there was no energy in the room. And then he came on. And then went to commercial, and now I'm like, all right, now this feels yeah. like a an event, you know? Yeah. But leading up to that, it's just like, come on, man! It's just, it's just. <sighs> yeah, and it's like, you know, I don't want to be less respectful to winners for other categories, but as a viewer, there's like five, six tops categories that we right. care about. Today. What are we doing? I mean, just make the show. Best actress, best actor, best movie, best director. It's a thirty-minute show. That's it. And 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 when you bring it up for the the uh, like, let's say you go, Laura Dern is here to present for best actor. She comes up and she goes, before I present this, just want to say congratulations to Terry for uh, best film editing. Uh, okay, uh, so and that's it. That's all. Terry just gets a mensch. <laughs> For his award, you know, we don't need Terry coming up. To you ever have the two guys come up that win for something that no one even cares about, and then you can tell the other ones like just a, like gonna like oh oh he's he's still gonna go too. They're both talking. Even even if this was Clooney and Pitt, one of them would pick. Even they wouldn't do a duel. <laughs> but those people, I, I think it, I think it happened for sound editing or something. I'm sitting in the audience, and the guy gets up there. And I'm thinking the same thing. And he goes, thanks, thank you, thanks to my family. And he starts to go. And I think the guy was shocked that just spoke that the second guy went. Because oh. he, he was going to go off and he goes, you're going? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love this video, bro. I wouldn't be laughing if I couldn't see what you just did. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does a double take. I thought the other guy was right behind him. He goes, and all of a sudden, I hear your voice. He's <laughs> like, I, like I'm the guy in charge. Like you got to think if it's a double, like if if two or three Oscars are going to be given to the award, yeah, or to the to the category. Do you think prior to going up, they go, hey, listen, if we win, I'm talking, or I, yeah. is it not discussed? I, I mean, I would think it would be discussed, but some of them maybe they're like, don't want to jinx it. I don't know. But, uh, you know, like here, in this writer's room, even though, like, I'll get my name on a script. But if we, if, 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 and if the episode that has my name on it, I put that in quotes, happens to win an Emmy for best screenwriting in a half hour comedy series, <clears throat> my showrunner is going to, I'll go up, but my showrunner is going to come up too. Because they they rewrite everything. They you know the showrunner writes everything and decides everything and gets put in. So there's been cases where they've told me like you know you hear stories where the dude whose name is on the script just because it's his turn to have his name on it that wins the Emmy and he does the talking. He's like yeah when I wrote this and all the writers like you didn't write shit. God well I mean you wrote it as much as we wrote it. We all you know so. So when you, so but some of those writers and scenarios like that, or like producers, maybe they go, you know, I'm I'm not supposed to talk after Kevin or you know or whoever the guy's name. I'm not meaning Kevin James. I'm talking like a yeah. bad choice of words, but I'm not supposed to talk after Hank. Well, you know what? I don't give a shit. Like you know, maybe the wife gets in the ear going, when Hank's done, fuck it, grab the mic, say what you want to say too. Yeah, I I I I don't know if you saw when Parasite won and they had the whole damn uh, cast up there. Did you see this? I, I, well, I saw all his wins except, uh, yeah, I, I, no, I saw, every time he was up. Did, did you see the microphone go down? Did you see this? No. Okay. So, I don't know who spoke first, but someone got up and spoke for Parasite, right? And then, I'm thinking, okay, but some, they, they put some lady up there too, so some lady got by the microphone but what had happened was the microphone you know it's one of these microphones that goes into the floor yeah after the first guy was done speaking yeah the microphone went into the floor so the woman got up there there was no microphone for her to talk so the whole cast is like bring back the microphone bring then the lights went out show's done right lights went out but then the whole audience is like oh Bring back the mic. Bring back the. Huh. Huh. Yeah, they're all like, no, no, let her talk, let her talk. And I'm sitting there going, oh. it's like this is what it's this is this is what it reminded me of. It reminded me of, like, the bell is gonna ring in school. Yeah. Right. It's a minute left. Yeah. And then somebody raises their hand and wants to ask a question, right? And you're like, "Oh no, what? It's Friday. Just, just ask it Monday, right?" Absolutely. <laughs> this is what this was. I go, "It's over. We got parties to go to." But everybody's like, "Bring it up, bring it up." So it comes back up. Everybody's clapping, and this one is starts to talk i go oh no she she's like she doesn't know english well and she's uh, talking and i go how long uh, how long is she uh, gonna go Lou or hank do we got do we got any uh footage 
what I really like about him is his sense of humor, and the fact is he can be really making fun of himself, and he never takes himself seriously. Okay. How long? Oh, my okay. God. I it felt like it was 18 minutes yeah. when I was there. Yeah. Now, she's done, and the mic goes in, mm -mm. and another guy comes up. Come on. And, and he, he's like, bring it up for me? And I think the director in the truck goes, light this up. Let's get, let's get. So he's he's left on stage going like this, and nobody else. I love it. Oh, that's oh. great. I actually saved the bit, man. <laughs> Holy. So uh, I was. Well, I I heard the uh, the interpreter for the director. Uh, he would say some stuff. And there were a couple times where I'm like, hey, what do you think? She's got a photographic memory? I mean, you're talking Japanese for two minutes straight. She's got to interpret all this. Like, well, she did great. I what? heard the guy. Someone said the guy yeah. speaks perfect English. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because at the end, he did go Martin Scorsese. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was like sitting there going... This guy don't know. This guy grew up watching Scorsese movies, and he didn't pick up the language somewhere along the line. Yeah. Hey. Right. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna go and accept an award in say Russia. Yeah. All right. Putin. Yeah. Hold my hand. And you're Putin. speaking English to yeah. Russians. Yeah. Do you want a male translator or a female translator? Because I thought it was odd. Just like, if I'm a guy, wouldn't I want another guy, like, That's saying it? That's a good it? point. That's a good point, man. How do you feel about, like, the female translator on, or, or vice versa, like a male translator for a woman? I think I, I think, uh... I'd have to say I would want male on male for that situation. I feel like he's gonna he's gonna capture more what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I just felt like when the female is talking, automatically I'm looking at her as if she won the award. And it could have been a male too. Like if a female won and had a male translator and a male's talking, I'm looking at the male going, "Oh yeah, he won." I don't know though because that Japanese director, I he did a uh, he would say a few words in Japanese and then he would do that real cool step away from the mic, like so she could come in. You're right. He would do a <laughs> he would do a thing and 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 I, he did something else too, which was a total artist thing to do. He would back off and then he would just. <laughs> he would like get into his head like oh i'm coming back i'm coming and then he just came back in i was like oh wow he's thinking yes he made it seem like he was coming up with all that in the moment he's rubbing the forehead and coming back with i wish i could cut this into five take texas Chainsaw massacre I'll cut it into five and i was like oh this guy and when he said that thing to Scorsese, what, I, what, every time he won, he was saying such nice things about the other directors that, like, if I was a nominee, I'd rather not win and have him win and just say nice shit <laughs> about, about me. Him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Marty Scorsese was crying. Oh, man, I'm surprised Scorsese didn't go, just walk up and go, we all know who should have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs>
Well, listen, I'll 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 say what we're all thinking. Fucking parasite. Who saw that shit? Anybody? Did anyone see that shit? I mean, come on. <laughs> I didn't see it. No. The only movie I saw what was the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. oh man! You didn't see it. You should. Well, I'll tell you. Did was, you see it? What? The parasite. No, I saw everything except the parasite. Everything they have. And Sandler should have been nominated too, man. Instead of uh, Antonio Banderas. From what I saw from his trailer, I didn't see his movie. I shouldn't say I didn't see Antonio's trailer movie. But Sandler's was awesome. I'm babbling. Anyway, you got to roll, don't you? Have to go somewhere. I got to go? get out of here. But listen. Um, Great, great time again. Here. That was, dude. I'm having a lot of fun doing this with you, and being able to see you was making me laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah so, this is, let's this keep doing this great. for a while. I'm about to lose my other job. <laughs> uh, this week I'm in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. SebastianLive.com. Uh, check out all the tour dates. Um, it's uh, it's been a fantastic uh, time here. Thanks for listening to the Pete and Sebastian. Please share it with your friends and family, and we will see you here next week. Good hanging, man. Take care. The show has ended. You only stay up late night for A-listers, man. No, when you come over, I'm getting Brad Pitt to come over <laughs> so I can stay awake. Let's do it. <laughs>